All right. All right, Missy. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. I'm sweating. I'm really nervous. (laughs) Why? I'm kidding. That's why I turned the fan on. (laughs) Welcome to Women's Area Only. I'm the host, Marissa. And you want to introduce yourself? Oh, yes. Um, I'm Missy Wagman. Um, some people call me Vaughn. That's like my legal name. Um, but Missy, I think, is what people know me at, at the gym, I yes. assume, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 So. I mean, I took a poll. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> I like, talked to like four people there. Same. Same. I know like three of them. Um, and you're one, so that's yeah. other people. Um, no, but my, because my legal name is Yvonne, so I, I remember like Logan was like, yeah, who's this Yvonne person? And I was staring at him like, who's an idiot? I was like, it's me. And he's like, well, no, your name's Missy. I was like, well, it's both. So and he was just like, who is this person? I'm like, I'm right in front of you. Like, what are you talking about? I'm a but, real person. I'm a real person. Um, oh, and the dogs are here too. I don't know. Yeah, please introduce yes, your there's, dogs. Yes, um, Lulu, Lulu Bell Wagman. Um, she's the Bassador right here. And then this is Charlie May Wagman. So um, these I are my two it. children. They <laughs> decided to join us today. Yeah, we love dogs. So <laughs> totally fine. That one's They're not just sure, going to be but... awkwardly staring at you okay. for the That's entire time. Yep. Totally yep. cool. Very judgy. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> so we met at TriFit. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually been working out next to each other for... Probably a year. Yeah. 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 So tell me how you ended up at TriFit. Um, so I've only lived in South Carolina. I moved here during the pandemic, like smack dab right at the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, so obviously I was stuck in an apartment like everybody else for a year. Yeah. Um, and I was going to like doing those like online fitness classes and all that. And I was like, this, this ain't it. This ain't yeah. working. Um, and I had like my own little weight set and I was like, again not clanging and banging so this isn't gonna work for me (laughs) so then when I um, found this house I would drive by TriFit all the time and I used to like drink the CrossFit juice so I was like very into that kind of aesthetic Uh um and I looked it up and I was like okay the reviews are good but still I was like I I hadn't been working out for like a really long time so I was like ah I don't want to go and then just like one day I was like you know what I'm sick of this shit so I just walked in and I like remember my outfit oddly enough because I was wearing this like long dress for work, like very fancy. I had heels on. Um, and I walk in and like Logan again seemed very confused. <laughs> I feel like I just confused that for me all the time. Um, but no, he was like so incredibly nice. And um, I'll never forget like there was a homeless man, or I guess I could assume a homeless looking man yeah. was walking around outside and he came in. Um, and, you know, he was, like, inquiring about the gym. He was, like, kind of asking some ridiculous questions. Like, maybe not all there. But Logan treated him with such respect and such kindness that, honestly, it really didn't matter what was in the rest of the gym. I had so much appreciation for somebody who would treat another human being like that. Yeah. Especially in front of me. Like, he was trying to take my money. Like, he's trying to get a membership out of me. And this person is obviously not there for a membership. Like, yeah. And the fact that he took time out of our conversation and like treated this other human with respect. I was like sold. So that was like, that's why I like, I'll never go to another. This podcast is slowly turning into Logan's, uh, fan (laughs) Fan base. Yeah. (laughs) Like everybody talks about Logan. They're like, Logan's the best. And he's he's just so nice. Yeah. So nice. And you don't meet that many people that are just kind person. Yeah. You don't meet that many people that are just nice and all the time and have no ulterior motives or anything. Yeah. And so I just think he's like a really good soul. But yeah, that like sold me on the gym. I was like, I don't care what y'all have back there. It's probably like weights or something. I don't know. 
You're like, just take my money. <laughs> I'm like, here's my credit card. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think I started, that was like, I think I'm hitting two years in the summertime sometime because it was okay. hot when I got it. So, yeah. You remember when it's hot there. Yeah. There's no AC. So sweaty. Yeah. So sweaty. But it's like, it's weird too because that's like, I, you know, gyms are supposed to be hot, but I actually hate getting hot at yeah. the gym. Because then I just feel like I'm going to pass out and yeah. throw up and... You're like soaking your clothes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do that anyway. Like I don't need assistance from the outside. Right. Like, I was I'm just complaining sweating. to my boss. I'm like, why is it so hot in here? Does anybody, <laughs> is anybody else hot? Am I the only one that's back sweating right now? Why do you so. think I wear black all day every day? Yeah. Like I can't be walking around here. I'm not built for the South. Okay? Yeah. This is so are you my... from the North? No, not at all. I'm like from all over. Uh-huh. Um, so I was born and raised in New Mexico. I know. (laughs) So random. I know. Um, And then I uh, moved around a lot as a kid and then got um, plopped in Seattle, Washington. Uh Um, And then I joined the military right out of high school. So then I did that for six years, but they really just carted me all over too. So... Um, so what branch of the military? I was in the Navy. I was a little sailor. Oh, yeah, ooh, a little sailor. So fancy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I uh, decided to just blow my 20s, you know, obviously waste my 20s as much as I could. So joined the military. What better way? Um, <laughs> so did that for six years. And then got out, moved to, um, and I was like bebopping all over with them. Moved to Chicago when I got out, um, finished college, then um, moved to Denver. Then I thought I was going to get uh, this job out there, but the company was like, no, just, just kidding. Come to Greenville, South Carolina. But that was, like, April of 2020, like, two weeks before everything shut down. Yeah. And they were like, hey, like, you, you need to be out there in two weeks, um, and we don't have time to send you out there to look. So I just, like, quite literally Googled Greenville, South Carolina. I was like, well, I've lived in shittier places, so this can't be that bad. <laughs> so that's why I'm here. I have also lived in shittier places. So. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Bremerton. Yeah. So, yeah, I could, like, go on and on. Like, we're back here. <laughs> um, so... Tell me about what started your fitness journey in the first place. Like, why did you tell me about why you're obsessed with CrossFit? Oh, yeah. So, um, I've pretty much been, you know, very active my entire life. Um, I've, I mean, every sport I've played pretty much. Um, I grew up in a very um, interesting area and interesting family dynamic. So, a lot of my, um, What's it called? Like self, not self accolades, but when other people give you props or notice you, I guess came from my athletic ability. So that kind of started like my formation of like my worth is equal to my strength essentially, which is kind of, again, like a very atypical dynamic for <coughs> a female usually. But, mm-hmm. um, so started off that, um, love that. And then, you know, just did random sports, whatever. Um, then when I joined the military, really kind of focused on, you know, push-up sit-ups running. Like that's pretty much all you do. Dabbled a little bit in weightlifting then, but really didn't get into it. Um and then of course started dating a guy who crossfitted and he was like, it's the best. And I was like, okay, I like it too now. Um so I started going every relationship I know. I was like, oh God, what a dumb hobby to follow. It's so expensive. Um but yeah, so I well it turns out I was actually really good at it. So yeah. that was nice. Um so I did like some competitions, stuff like that. Um but I never really felt like 
I don't know. I just never really like thought of myself like, oh, I want to be like a collegiate athlete, anything like that. Like I never knew that it was going to pan out to anything. Yeah. Um, and then when I was in the Navy, um, I got in a uh, rock climbing accident and I shattered my leg. Shit. Yeah. So it, it broke in seven pieces. So, and that was my left tip fib. So, um, that was like pretty damaging for me just because I'd spent like my entire life associating my worth with kind of like my athleticism and like, you know, like I was known as like the strong one or whatever. Like that was just such a pillar of who I was. Yeah. And then after I broke my leg, it was such a horrific like healing process and just rehab and multiple surgeries and, um, going from being able to like essentially do anything like jumping like something as silly as jumping or stepping down a stair with this leg as opposed to my right leg uh-huh. like those were things that I just couldn't do anymore and I had extreme like um muscle fatigue and it you know because I was babying my bad leg then my back got messed up so it was just like this like compounding and then I didn't want to work out at all anymore and it just got worse and worse and then um when I moved to Chicago, um, pretty much any kind of working out just sucked always because I would think that I was still at the level that I used to be. So I would go to the gym and just like pound it out. But then, you know, I hadn't been to the gym in like three months and I felt everything the next day and it would put me out for like another week. Mm-hmm. And then, I, so it was just like this constant, like kind of poisonous relationship of like, you know, I was so desperate to get back to where I was, but it just wasn't a reality and I couldn't keep doing it that way because I wasn't 21 anymore and I didn't have a perfectly formed body anymore. Um, not that it was perfectly formed, you know, I I was perfect. Um, so that I'm like, you are very confident. I actually suffer from overconfidence. Um, yeah. And then, uh, that's my favorite thing about you. Oh, oh, my overconfidence. Yeah. It's it's probably massive. I love it. Deep psychological issues that I should talk to a therapist about, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. We'll treat this like therapy. I'm like, I love it. Don't change a thing. Don't go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> just suffering <laughs> perfect um and then when I moved to Chicago um I had grown up skating oddly enough they do have ice skating in New Mexico I know that's weird because they don't even have water but they do have it um so I grew up skating um and so when I moved to Chicago obviously it's very you know big there so I joined an adult league like a how-to class and that's how I started my rehab my leg rehab was I just stopped going to the gym and I just skated and um I met all these great people and the class was like 6 a.m on a Sunday so that was just like a whole nother like layer of discipline that I'm like I told you I don't work out in the mornings that's why I was like no I've paid my dues um (laughs) so yeah so it just kind of like shifted my mentality of like you know I'm not a cripple I can actually do stuff like stop feeling sorry for myself some confidence back yeah yeah because I mean it was to the point where I didn't feel comfortable like standing on this leg and bending my leg and like holding myself up like it was just and it wasn't even a muscle thing like my muscles were essentially back to you know, a functional weight, but I just had such a mental block of like, you know, I thought any kind of jump would hurt it. I hadn't run in years, which was something I loved. Like it was just, it was so bad. Um, and then, yeah. And then I moved here Mm -hmm. and then started TriFit and it was just kind of like, I had a really stressful job when I first moved here. Um, 
And I was like pretty unhappy with it. And I didn't know that many people either because Mm -hmm. moving during the pandemic, I was literally like in an apartment by myself for like 350 days, like didn't know anybody. And I always thought that it was, even if nobody talks to me or whatever, it's still nice being in an environment like that with a bunch of people. So I was like, well, let me just go to the gym. Like, let me just go to TriFit. So then I started and I just like loved it. And I've always felt like you and I've talked about this before. Like I've, that's the only gym I've ever felt safe in. (laughs) Like that's a big deal. Um, you know, like the one time somebody gave me like advice, it was welcomed. Yeah. (laughs) That's also never happened. So yeah, it's a, it's definitely, there's not like toxicity there or it's avoidable if it is there. I mean, some, maybe somebody's experiencing it, but it's not me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not you. And I think that uh, that gym particularly attracts strong females. Mm Mm-hmm. So strong females can be very intimidating to a lot of men and they're like, I'm not going to fuck with her because she'll get loud or she'll make a scene or this, I mean, this isn't the gym for that. And I think not only do the strong females, um, make that environment that way. I think the owners make it that way. You have Kim, who's a badass that's walking around with her guns out all the time, you know, all she's (laughs) every day of the week, every day of the season. I was like, (laughs) I thought like. Really strong people are supposed to go in like ebbs and flows of like you know I'm a little bit fluffy. I've been eating a lot of carbs. She's no, just ripped she's year around. She's so I don't disciplined. Understand. I don't either. She's absolutely 365. I, exactly. And then you have Logan, who is like, you know, everybody's dad, gym dad, <laughs> gym dad. Yeah. yeah. And then you have Chad, that is like macho, and he's like, hey, we're not going to put up with any bullshit around here. Right. And so it makes everybody know their place and know that everybody is welcome and everybody's going to be there for a reason. And I feel so comfortable talking to any of them about anything. Like, if I had a legitimate issue that I felt like I couldn't solve myself, I have yeah. zero qualms going to them and just being like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> Help yeah. me out here. Like, this is not great. Yeah. So. Well, I saw Brian earlier last year. I think it was right after my competition. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, hey, I think I need to switch to Hills. What do you think? And I had a session with him. And he, I mean, he's a, he's a magic wizard with the body. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he did. But, like, it's fixed. So I fixed it. Yeah. Like, great job, Brian. Shout out my move. <laughs> <laughs> they're just getting yeah. awesome. like do we get paid for these endorsements yeah no like, I actually had a conversation right with Logan about that I was like I don't really want to charge anybody maybe I'll just make merch also like please if you are going to join the gym because of this stop going at 5 a.m. or 5 p.m. because that's when I go it's really busy <laughs> go in the middle so, of the day so yeah like if you're going to join Trivet you have to pick a different time <laughs> that's, that's, that's my time yeah, slot let's <laughs> just say 4 to 7 yeah figure out yeah. something else yeah. yeah just do something else anything else um <laughs> But yeah, like it, it's it's a really great gym to to train in, and it's only gotten better over time. I can remember whenever I started going there, we didn't even have like um, comp benches or oh, no. like power bars or anything There's like just that. One type of bar. Yeah, you just get it's one just, bar. It's yeah. You're like, hopefully it's not bent. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll see though. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't beat everybody here, so I had to use the bit bar. Yeah. Like it's so it's like that brown one. Yeah. Like super rusted one. I'm like, oh. yeah. am I gonna get tetanus when I do a squat? Well, we don't knows? know. It's exciting. It's actually dicey like, and exciting. I do there. like that bar though because if I do bench, it's not as like grippy, so it doesn't tear my hands up. Oh, I know. Well, it's nice. kind of like backwards. I'm like, I do like that nasty bar. Yeah. I hope they keep it. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're going to retire it. They'll give it to you. Just rename it with my name. Please. Just put, a just put the on tape it. on the top. Exactly. Missy. No one would ever touch it. They yeah. don't use it. Yeah. Um, so, you do you compete or you don't compete anymore? Um, so, I haven't in years. Um, I do have... I guess, like, my interest mostly would be... Um, and like strong woman type of stuff because I I've Ooh. done a strong woman competition like way back when yeah um and it was very amateur yeah very, there was five of us yeah so you know <laughs> I got first place but that doesn't count because <laughs> two of them were like over forty so <laughs> there weren't categories there was just five human beings competing yeah um so there was that and then CrossFit stuff but I I like the idea of displaying strength in kind of an atypical manner because I think that strength isn't like linear right there's not yeah. just one type of strength you have Absolutely. like farmer strength you have bodybuilding strength you have like calisthenic strength like so i like the idea of kind of using all those aspects to compete and just and i also have such bad adhd and i can't just do one exercise like so if i'm like doing a bunch of different things and walking around like that is sublime for me like that is perfect <laughs> so but yeah i would um i would like to uh I'm just nervous and scared and still trying to like get over mental blocks and stuff, but okay. eventually, maybe, <laughs> maybe I want to, but yeah, we'll see. We'll okay. see if I get balls and do it. So what keeps you consistent now? Um, honestly, I think it's still like kind of pulling in, like if I didn't work out, I don't really know who I would be really, or like I wouldn't know what to associate myself with all the time. So it is, I know that's like probably not a good crutch to lean on, but, um, I don't, I don't, so much of my identity is tied to what I do outside of work. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, a lot of people don't know what I do professionally. Interesting. Yeah. I do. Yes, you do. (laughs) Um, I, and so having your identity tied to strength training, I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. I don't, I guess I don't, I don't either. Like, I don't because, feel bad about it. Yeah. Because, again, Cause there's worse things. Yeah. I guess for, especially for women, it's something that we should kind of force ourselves to do, right? Yes. Because we don't want to be falling down in the shower not being able to get up when yeah. we're 50, you know? Osteoporosis yeah. is all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. Everybody got it's it. It's everywhere. Like, even though we drink milk. Yeah. Nobody cares. Oh, I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't. Exactly. So I need to do this. I to. need to. Yeah. But I think that everybody is like, oh, you shouldn't identify with that. I'm like, what's Why wrong? Not? What's wrong with that? Yeah. What's wrong with identifying as a strong person or somebody that trains consistently? What truly... Because it's uncomfortable for you or you think it's uncomfortable for me. I think if you approach it in a very healthy manner, the currently yeah. you're doing this thing where you're trying to create a comfort for yourself, come back from an injury. Right. I think that that's, this it's is fun, the best right? way. Yeah. Well, and it's weird too, because I was listening to the other podcast and I, I feel like I have a very different, um, viewpoint kind of with fitness because you know, it's growing up like in the nineties or whatever, early two thousands, like being skinny was very much in, but that is quite literally never been my body type. I wasn't even born skinny, man. Like I was born thicker than a Snickers. I was never, I never had that physical composition to begin with. Um, and so I never really 
thought of myself as like, like I, I knew that I was never going to get in that bracket. Yeah. You know, I knew I was never going to be a size two. So I think I kind of... Are you talking about Cameron's episode where yeah. we talked about diet culture? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So okay. I went like 360, 360's a circle, 180 the other way. <laughs> and I was just like, well, how can I be like the like strongest, loudest in your face female that I can possibly be? I love that. And that's what, yeah. Well, well not everybody I wish, does. But yeah. <laughs> they don't matter. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, uh, whenever you talk about growing up in the 90s, in the early 2000s, I was in high school in the early 2000s. And I graduated God, high school. you look good. <laughs> you got Botox, girl? What's no. going on up here? <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> I absolutely. Shout out to um, my esthetician. She's amazing. She See, does yeah, all just of hella plugs like, for all these yeah, I'm tell- Well, she deserves it. She's also a really good friend of mine and such a lovely human being. I drive all the way to Hendersonville to see her. Oh, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Once it's a month, so I go up there. She's a Oh, she just rejuvenates my soul. Like God. she reminds me that there's goodness in the world. Do you oh, know? You need that. Oh, it sucks right now. Just wonderful. <laughs> just the best human being. Um, so, anyways, um, I graduated high school in 2005, and whenever I graduated high school, I had a terrible dis- eating disorder. Oh, I was starving myself, and it, I grew up with a very um, Hispanic mother. <laughs> Oh, and it culturally, it's, yes. yeah, it's the same where she was like, oh, um, you just want to taste that. You don't actually want to eat it because, you know, you're going to get big and then a man won't love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I had, I think I was 104 pounds when I graduated high school. That's wild. Yeah. Because think about how frequently you pick up 100 pounds now. Yeah. Like, that's nothing. And like, you could pick up me, a barbell. I still wasn't skinny. I still had yeah. very wide hips I still was very curvy at 105 pounds and it, it wasn't because I was like big chest or anything right I just I've always had broad shoulders yep I've always had large hips and I'm that's built just like a rectangle that's yeah I say the body shape like just sturdy as shit yeah sturdy. exactly and so to me looking back at those photos of me going to prom me going to high school the only time that I could I was never happy during that period oh, never never I was so miserable and I actually had a terrible, <laughs> had a terrible time like overcoming that after my pregnancy with my daughter. Like yeah. I had my daughter, and I thought, well, I have to get back down to that size, and I couldn't get under 130 pounds. And, and then I was, it just starts that like perpetual yes. cycle of just like self hate, yes. all of that, like dipping back into bad habits. Yeah, and I was just like, I was a distance runner in high school, mm. so I ran five Ks. That's what I ran for cross country. And so I just got up and started running like three to 10 miles every morning, trying to cut this weight off, baby weight off. And I couldn't, I couldn't get under 130 pounds. I've literally never done that before in my life. <laughs> like hashtag cannot relate. I've never woken up and run a 5k. Not one time in my entire life. Well, Wild. I, you know, I was 205 pounds when I gave birth to her. And then six months later I was 130 pounds. Like the math ain't math. In. Like yeah. how does that I don't, I, I ate salad But it still and wasn't enough. Like, it that's still a wasn't. 70 pound difference and it still wasn't yeah, enough. Yeah, it wasn't. Head. It yeah. was so di- incredibly difficult to like, okay, now you look like this. This is what your permanent body looks like. Yeah. And I got into a relationship with this person mm-hmm. and I could never be skinny enough for him. Never. During, yeah. Yeah. And it was a very toxic, abusive relationship. And I know that now being outside of it, especially right. being in a healthy one now where my boyfriend's like, Girl, you 
fine. Yeah. Like, he's like, go eat some cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, can we have ice cream now? I'm like, yeah, we can have ice cream. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, to have that night and day difference, it's like, oh, okay, I can be strong. It doesn't matter what size I am. Now my weight class is, well, my weight is only an issue if I'm trying to get into a certain right. weight class. Right. But that's for myself. There's nobody, there's not a driving force behind that going. And having my daughter, having a little girl and being like, okay, I need to be very delicate with this because I want her to be proud of herself regardless right. of her size regardless of what she decides to do like um have you ever seen my daughter in the gym with me yeah yeah just like when, i haven't said hi because yeah. you know i always feel weird saying hi in the gym i don't know what's wrong with me but no. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter is not interested in what i'm doing she gives a shit less about me lifting weights like, whatever mom and my last i brought her to my first competition back in august mm -hmm. she was not even in there when i like set my state record uh. she was in the front playing with other kids because I've never pressured her into, like, oh, you have to do this. You have to love right. this. My kid is a drama nerd. She uh, loves drama and theater. And that's her jam. And I'm so proud of her. And I don't care if she is, cares. Is that, like, you at all? Like, did she get that from no, you? No. Uh, I was always very athletic growing up. Yeah. I was yeah. very much, like, into sports. I grew up with two brothers in Kentucky, mostly. So we were outside. Like, we, could, we were not allowed inside, especially, mm -hmm. like, during the summer because my great-grandmother is who we spent most of our summer with. Um, she would, like, get us with a switch as soon as we walked <laughs> by her damn chair. <laughs> and then the second those streetlights come on? Yeah, you guys, exactly. Take her on home. Yep. Like, take her on home. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is childhood. so funny. We lived in a weird era, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, nobody kidnapped me. That was, like, the other thing, too, is I was like, I used to play out hella risky just, like, in canyons. Like, I grew in up in canyons. Yeah, there's, like, not only, like, scary human beings, but bobcats. Yeah. Like, and Was my, there, like, poisonous things? Sure. I'm sure. There had to have been. Did I touch them? Probably. I don't know, but I'm fine. Like, and I just, like, sometimes <laughs> I think back and I'm like, what was my I wouldn't even let my daughter out of my sight currently. Like, my oh. daughter has an iPhone so I can track her location. Mm, so, like, I'm just, like, I'm a freak about that. And I'm like, let me have your phone. Let me log into your phone. I'm like, let me see let me what's see. going on. Well, it's scary. Yeah. Like, I feel like stuff's scary now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how parents do it. It, like, yeah. makes me, thank God they can't text. I'm pointing <laughs> to the dogs if you can't see. <laughs> I forgot that we're not getting like filmed. <laughs> I'm just also I'm like stroking my dog like Doctor Evil and his cat. Right now. I love it. I don't mind it. I hope it doesn't like pick up her like weird licking either because it's like such a gross sound. I, I'm just, just like. <laughs> sorry, everyone. So sorry. I'm leaving it in. I don't care. <laughs> Great. Like, I think you're like. Do you want to record it? I'm like, I don't care. I, we can record every. Did you listen to Katie's episode? No. So Katie's Katie's episode is so great because I I recorded it at Strong Hand Fitness okay. in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and everybody's like working out. You hear like weights clanging in the background. Oh, just the and I love I love I loved it. And the owner was like, if I need to turn down the music or if I need to make people, I'm like, no, leave everything the same. I don't want to bother anybody. Well, you here. have a dishwasher running. <laughs> You have my cackle and some dogs licking themselves. So that's the that's the background. That's the that we for your this. episode. I mean, we can put some like Enya on in the bathroom. Like I don't know what would make it better, but God. I think we just leave it. I think this is a very good. This is gonna be revive it. There's like candles lit. Yeah, lit candles for this. It's vibe. It's vibe a vibe in, in here. Uh, but no, I was kind of thinking cow. too, like how lucky these younger generations are, and like how lucky I feel like your daughter is to grow up in 
a very accepting culture. Yes. Like, do you ever think about how different, like, I had an eating disorder, too, in the Navy, like, because, you know, you're always trying to make weight. Um, I mean, I used to take laxatives all the time, how gross, you know? Yeah. And thinking now, if I had that kind of, like, body positivity, all that body influence growing up, and we weren't staring at low-rise jeans constantly, how different would our mindset be now? I don't know. And, like, how I, much did we have to work through to I get I mentioned something about Vivian being, someone told Vivian, oh, you shouldn't eat too much because you'll get big. And I was like... It's the dumbest thing I've ever I heard. told her, I was like, what, who the fuck are they? Who doesn't, yeah. who, who even cares? Yeah. Like, I think that having women that are more accepting as mothers is going to be, like, a big difference for the women that are growing up. Because they're... My daughter, now, she doesn't... She doesn't give a shit. She says what she wants. She, you know, she expresses herself. If she doesn't like something, you know it. Right. And giving her that voice, I know that she's going to be safe wherever she goes. Because people are scared of people like that. But what's sad is like you were probably never taught that. So you had to make like a conscious decision to break that cycle and to change it for your daughter, which is incredibly difficult to do Yes, because most people are not conscious of that. And it just continues. And the cycle just continues. I think I decided in my twenties, um, in my late twenties, I was like, I can't live my life for anybody else anymore. It's impossible. There's no way I can't make everybody happy. So I'm just, gonna focus on myself and make myself happy and that comes off a little bitchy sometimes no rock with it yeah (laughs) i get called a bitch all the time (laughs) i don't but i think people are thinking (laughs) i'm like i never thought that about you i get um even rachel like at the gym i've had so many people like once they get to know me i mean it's a very typical like resting bitch face like they're like oh i thought you were mean i was like i get that um but i can't I do get Botox, so this shit's frozen. Like, that's like, I'm sorry, man. Like, it was mean before, and now it's stuck being mean. It's not going to change. But I am, like, a very friendly person. And I'm like, yeah, if you just You're so funny. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, childhood trauma. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, if people would just, like, talk to me, like, I'm very approachable. I don't, you know, approach them because I'm shy. Yeah, next year. Um... I'd like to get 400. Okay. And the squats. Okay. Deadlift's never going to happen. Why? I just hate it. I hate them so much. Um, <laughs> just, I haven't done one in like since 92. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, no, I, I think if I actually like put my shit down and focus, I think I would find a lot of joy in competing again. I would like to. Yeah. Um, it's not that I like lack the motivation. I just, I lack the interest right now. If that makes sense. Yes. I'm just not completely That's very fair. Like, I feel completely fine not competing. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, sometimes it'll take You don't have toes. to compete. I, yeah, but I feel like, you know, maybe I'd like to. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? I'm not fully there yet. Tell, fully tell there. me, how did you come to be on the hockey team? Oh. Co-ed yes. hockey team. The co-ed, so, very popular hockey in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody plays. Um, played with men and women all the time. Then Denver, we actually had a women's hockey team, so I got to play with exclusively women, which I actually really didn't like, oddly enough. Really? Um, yeah, because they're not as... not That team in particular was just a little bit... There was such a wide like age gap, like nobody ever really got along or like talked like and kind of had that camaraderie yeah. that I've seen in other teams. But again, it 
probably was just that team in particular. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you think of, like, a team environment, like, you all go and hang out. But it really kind of seemed like a bunch of, like, really tired moms who were just had their one hour. And then, like, they were out of there. So... That was like a little me at hard. the gym. Yeah, I'm like actually that's me all the time. Uh, can relate. Um, and I don't even have a kid. Um, but then when I came here, they only have co well co-ed. I think legally they have to be co-ed teams, but it was it was just me. <laughs> was, so you were the, the only girl only... on a co-ed team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it's weird too because locker room and you know locker room environments are really important in hockey. I mean, you spend a lot of time in there. Uh-huh. And so I asked them. I was like. I don't want to sit in a locker room by myself. Yeah. Like that's super weird. Yeah. So, kind of, so I would change with these random strange guys. Like, okay. And just in this, and it was fine. Like they were very respectful. I felt like they like tried to dial back jokes, but I was like, sir, I'll drop F bombs about your dick all day long. Like, <laughs> like this is not going to be. We are in the military. Exactly. I'm like, come on. Yeah. I'm like, you guys, especially like the Navy. Yeah. I feel I like know. because you're on a ship. Yeah, we're disgusting. It's we're like so gross. You're on a ship, like you're all together all the time. I Don't mean, you get sick of everybody? Oh, you have no idea. What? My body has like the weirdest way of just being like, nope, we're done. Stop <laughs> it. Put it back. But like, I, you know, it's kept me somewhat safe. Obviously yeah. not that safe against rock climbing, but you yeah. know, it's, it's neither here nor there. I'm scared of rock climbing. Ugh, I'm scared of heights. When Gabby like does her videos, like it makes me physically ill. Yeah, that's literally exactly how I broke my leg. Yeah, so I'm like, Ugh. yeah, I'm trying to watch her. Well, fall. I used to cave dive. So in Kentucky, absolutely not. No, ma'am. In Kentucky, you have caves. So like you <sighs> dive down into the cave, and some of the holes are just like holes in the ground. You drop in, no, and you're no. like roped together, and then you go mm-hmm. cave exploring. No, what are you exploring? The darkness and rock. Like what do you got to look at? It's so man? beautiful. Uh, it's so beautiful down there. Listen, There's like take, waterfalls underground. You take photos. I'll look at them when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even like like ocean that much. Like, Kevin's like, weren't you in the Navy? And I'm like, yeah. I, that doesn't mean I want to be in the water. I was never in the water. I was on top of it the whole time. Like, I don't want to be around with it. Like, do you have any idea what goes on in there? Because we only know 1%. So, I'm like, mm. I have a very healthy appreciation for bodies of water. I like to look at them. Yeah. And be near them, but not in them. It's so. true. I if I can't see into the water like where I'm swimming, I don't want to swim mm. in it. We're in like me. I was in cenotes like a few weeks ago in Tulum. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. <laughs> Baps all around, and then just tunnels off into nowhere with <laughs> darkness. That and they were like, "Well, they lead to another one." I was like, "I don't want to see where it goes. I'm gonna get out." <laughs> and like not only like I have enough mystery in my life. Yeah, okay. like that's exactly like I have rules now. You know, I like to think that I'm like a fun, adventurous person. I have very strict rules in my life. I well uh, thanks for letting me come and interview you today thank you and uh i definitely want to do this again especially once you start competing yeah you know i know just like be really (coughs) aggressive about telling me to do it and i'll be bullied just bully me just Just bully bully you yeah like healthy bullying you look so good you should compete (laughs) oh you should do it okay healthy healthy, positive i can do that i'm like i'm not really good at being mean to people just like from across yeah. <laughs> like what competition have you signed up for? I do that to people all the time. I'm like, so when are you competing? Because competing for me is my happy place. Um, it's the best feeling in the world. Are you doing it this weekend? No. Oh. Uh, everybody keeps asking me that. No, I uh, I'm going to compete in May. Okay. For the USAPL at Winthrop College, it's going to be an all women's meet. Hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And everyone's emotionally damaged from this podcast. That's so okay. sorry. I was about to say, it's fine. It's not a big deal. It's fine. <laughs>
Well, thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks thank so you for letting me in your home. Anytime. You have to come over for family dinner sometime. I am going to have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh. Lulu. Focus for the picture. All right. <laughs> I love that this one is staring at you guys. This one right here. All right. Well. Oh, I don't, oh see? I gotta oh, go to the gym. We gotta now. say goodbye. What? We gotta say goodbye. Oh, on the thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay, what do we do for it? <laughs> okay, okay. I don't think I have an official goodbye yet. Okay. Do you want to make official goodbye? Um, These are gonna be, be the goodbye everybody's forever? gonna say forever. So it needs to be catchy? Maybe. Dude, just you take creative. Oh, no. <laughs> Control. <laughs> I was just, like, my goodbye would be, like, whip your tits out and have a good time. Bye-bye. Yeah. But, like, that's probably not appropriate. <laughs> it does fit on theme with yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Um, goodbye, good luck, and, like, lift heavy. Yeah. I I, is that? No, that sounds no. Okay. Let's just, just say, say bye. See you later. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, I'm leaving all of that Again, in. I don't know why my voice does that. I don't like it either. I regret it the second.